Hello everyone, how are you this beautiful day? The beautiful day that the Lord has made. I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And every Wednesday we have Sword of the Spirit. This is in keeping with Ephesians chapter 6, where we are instructed to put on the full armor of God as we face the world each day. And one of our significant weapons, along with faith, is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So, on Wednesdays, our episodes are always in making reference to passages, we read some scriptures, or otherwise um, make reference to our topic areas in the Word of God. So, for the months of August through December of this year, on Wednesdays, we are looking at parables from the New Testament. If you haven't watched or listened to the August and September episodes, I invite you to go back to them. Today's episode title is A Costly Pearl. The episode is based upon the parable of the pearl of great price found in Matthew 13 verses 45 through 46. So let's read those two verses in the Amplified Bible. A Costly Pearl. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. And upon finding a single pearl of great value, he went and sold all he had and bought it. Well, in those days, during the time that Jesus was telling this parable, there weren't banks that people would put their money in or valuables in. No, they would bury it at their property. So, if someone happened along and discovered something of value in someone else's property, they, of course, would want to buy it, so then they could have that valuable item. So, he said this so they would easily understand the significance of that costly pearl. So, we have some commentaries I want to share. One of them is Benson Commentary, and he... in introduces that the sacred writers often compared and referred to wisdom to costly jewels. And then uh, we have some references, and I'll go through them. Job 28, 15 through 19 in the New Living Translation. It cannot be bought with gold. It cannot be purchased with silver. It's worth more than all the gold of Ophir. Greater than precious onyx or lapis. Wisdom is more valuable than gold and crystal. It cannot be purchased with jewels mounted in fine gold. Coral and jasper are worthless in trying to get it. The price of wisdom is far above rubies. Precious peridot from Ethiopia Ethiopia cannot be exchanged for it. It's worth more than the purest gold. Well, it's not referring to pearls, but purest gold is of great value. Proverbs 3.15 Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare to her. Proverbs 8.11 For wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with it. So here is another commentary, Matthew Henry's concise commentary. And he says, Though nothing can be given as a price for salvation, Yet much must be given for the sake of it. 
All the children of men are busy. One with rich, another would be honorable, another would be learned. But most are deceived and take up with counterfeits for pearls. Jesus Christ is a pearl of great price. And having him, you will have enough to make us happy here and forever. A man may buy gold too dear, but not this pearl of great price. When the convinced Sinner sees Jesus Christ as a gracious Savior. All thing, all things else become worthless to their to his thoughts. So it is talking about Jesus Christ being that great pearl. And once you realize how precious and and costly that pearl is, a person is willing to give all that they have for it. Here's another um, commentary, Gill's Exposition of the Entire Bible. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant man. This parable may be understood of Christ seeking, finding, and purchasing his elect. For certain it is that he sought after them, which implies that they were lost and going astray. Expresses his great love to them, value of them, and desire after them, and doing which he took much pains and used much diligence, and certain it also is that he finds them in redemption, effectual calling that they are to him a pearl of great price, a very precious, very precious to God, so highly esteemed of by Christ that his portion, his inheritance, and his jewels. He has also parted with all he had, for the sake of those persons, he became poor, emptied himself of everything, even gave himself a ransom for them, and so much to a purchase of them that the price of his own blood. Though to this sense it may be objected that it does not seem so agreeable that Christ should be compared to a merchant man, which better suits for those that deal with him than he is concerned. So another perspective is this. It represents that the inquirer, the instant he discovers that this one incomparable, all-comprehensing treasure, the, the costly pearl, exists and is offered to him, cheerfully, eagerly, unhesitatingly, gives away all he possesses in order to acquire it. That is, he gives all for Christ and then enjoys all in Christ. So... Whether you believe that the precious pearl is wisdom, the word of God, Jesus Christ is the one pearl of great worth, or the unbeliever is viewed as the pearl to Jesus, so that that person comes to him becoming a believer in Jesus Christ. It's all about salvation, the only way to enjoy eternity after leaving this temporary world. So how wonderful is that to know that Jesus Christ did give everything for us. He considers us a great pearl, each one of us. He so much wants us in his kingdom with him that much. And then when we discover the importance of Jesus for our eternity, the only way, then we realize that he is the greatest pearl, the great pearl of, of great cost. And we're willing to do whatever it takes to have eternity with him. Well, here's a scripture that ties it all together. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 14 and 15 in the Amplified Bible. 
For the love of Christ controls and compels us, because we have concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all, so that all those who live would no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for their sake. To Jesus, each one of us is a valuable pearl. He valued us so much that he was willing to suffer and die on the cross to pay for our sins while we were still sinners. He patiently waits for each of us to come to him. To those who realize the absolute value of Jesus Christ, the only way to salvation, he is the one pearl. Do you believe in Jesus? Who is he to you? Why did he come to earth? Why did he die and arise from the dead? All those questions are answered in these two verses, John 3:16 and 17. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his Son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. But you might ask, is Jesus really the only way to receive eternal life? Is he the one great pearl? Well, let's look at John fourteen seven for the answer to that. Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In today's world, we hear people say that there are many ways to the kingdom of heaven. But Jesus himself said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one, regardless of their high position, their race, their education level, or their wealth, no one can come to the Father except through Jesus. If you haven't come to Jesus yet, I urge you to do it. The process is simple. With a repentful and sincere heart, come to him, believing that Jesus truly is the Son of God who suffered and died on the cross for you, and he arose. He defeated death. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Give all of you, and you will receive entry to the kingdom of heaven with Jesus, because he gave all for you. If you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, I want to know about it. As you pray and study the Word of God, you will draw closer to him, and you will develop a firm relationship with the Lord. Well, let me close with this salutation that Paul said to the Corinthians. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining me today. I hope that you'll join me every Wednesday for Sword of the Spirit on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. And as you may know, Turn to God with Karen has episodes every Monday, and that is Hope and Faith Journey, where we talk about um, hard topics, sufferings, challenges, with encouragement for healing. And this is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence, victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Go to my website contact page and send me your comments and your suggestions. Any feedback is always welcome. And that is KarenJaneCasey.com. As you go to the website, you'll find resource material regarding domestic violence, and you'll see my books, blogs, and podcasts. 
If you've read and enjoyed any of my books, especially if they brought you encouragement or positive change or uh, for healing, faith in healing, let me know it. And also, I'd appreciate a review on Amazon.com. Well, thank you and God bless.